Need LASIK? Trust the experience team at the LASIK Center at Evergreen Eye Center. No glasses, no contacts, no limits. What will you do? LASIK at evergreen.com. Moving 92.5. Brooke and Jubal's second date update. One of the secrets in dating is if you have a bad date, never accept blame for anything. <laughs> Any good relationship expert will tell you, Mm -hmm. always pass the blame. Never accept responsibility for your own actions. You can blame the food. You can blame the weather. You can do what Victor, who's on the phone for a second date update, did. And you can blame your boss for ruining your date. All sorts of people that you can blame for screwing up your date. What's up, Victor? How are you? Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you? Victor, why are you playing the blame game, man? Uh Well, uh, you know, I take responsibility for a couple of things, but, uh, you know, I... I feel like I did everything right as much as I could have, given the circumstances. Really? (laughs) Tell us before you get into your actual date. Tell us about the girl you want to call today. What's her name? Her name's Zoe. Zoe. All right. And where did you meet Zoe? We met through a friend of a friend. Okay. Okay. That's exciting. How did you feel when you first saw her? I mean, she was super cute. Just kind of uh, radiated a little bit. I, I was pretty impressed. Oh, I, I, she, wow. she, she looked a lot better in person than she did in the picture, and so that's always a bonus. And I hope you told her that. I hope, no. you, I hope you told her that she looks better in person than she does in pictures, and tell her to stop taking pictures. <laughs> I couldn't tell her that. I didn't tell her that. I just uh, after a few seconds of meeting her, I had to actually excuse myself. Really? Oh, really? Why? And that's kind of where my boss comes in. He had kept me about like 10 to 15 minutes later than I had expected. So I was late for the date. So in order to get there, I had to run. And in doing so, worked up a bit of a sweat and um, kind of got a little bit, uh, a little bit of a stank to me by the time I actually got to the restaurant. So wait, did you like sit down and then realize your own smell and then have to excuse yourself? No, I mean, I could, as soon as I, like, close the door to the restaurant, you know, when you're, like, you kind of go from inside to outside and, like, all of a sudden just, like, you know, you could you could tell. You wafted. <laughs> it was a wafting smell. Wafting. Yeah, exactly. Like a, like a stink pocket. So is that why you think she's not calling you back? Because she noticed the funk coming from you? I, I don't know that she noticed the funk. I went over to the table and just said, hey, I'm here. I'm sorry. I just got to go run and hit the bathroom real quick. And when I did, all I had on me was a little bit of cologne, like a little sampler. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of doused myself in it oh, just to kind of at least mask the smell. Oh, I know. But it, was, it was all I could do. Great <laughs> idea. Using cologne to cover up body odor never goes wrong. Everyone knows that is the worst possible move. Obviously, you take a sink shower at the bathroom. That's what you should have done. You got towels there. You just get it wet. You get your armpits drenched down. You take care of business. You should have been with me. There's no real handbook on this. I didn't know that. Well, I am an expert on body odor, so... Yeah, yeah. You have come to the foremost expert in the world on body odor, Brooke. <laughs> so you didn't do that. You dashed yourself in cologne. Do you think she noticed? Well, I was hoping she wouldn't. Um, but when we got the appetizer, she definitely called the waiter back over and was... Um, was like I think there's something there's something very pungent about this, as in not in a good way. Oh, um, oh she thought it was the food. <laughs> well, she thought I yeah, I definitely steered her in that direction as well. I, I encouraged that a little bit. Yeah. Like, What's your um, expiration date on these cheese sticks? Because yeah. it smells like they've turned a bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I, I had no idea what to do, so I just I kind of demanded that the waiter just take the appetizer away. And... Oh my gosh, that's so awkward. Yeah, no, it was awkward. I just, but I'm not gonna be, you know, the guy that's like, yeah, no, it's just it's me, it's my stinky armpit. Don't worry about it. 
So, right. but she had to have noticed when they took the the appetizer away that the smell stayed. I don't know that she did it. Maybe she just kind of you know how you just get used to things after a while. Maybe that's where it went because actually, <laughs> yeah. from there on out, our conversation was great. It like kind of hit on all the right notes, you know, about family, career, five year goals. I mean, it really got kind of deep. Whoa. And, so I don't know. You had a good conversation despite being late and then smelling like poo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, how, don't tell me that you gave her a hug at the end of the night. Actually, I did. Oh! <laughs> that is a terrible idea. Oh, no. Yeah, why? Well, I mean, it was it was kind of like a surprise hug, though. I mean, she was, like, leaving the restaurant, and I kind of just came up behind her and, like, just quickly, like, just wrapped my arms around her. <laughs> Ew. That sounds Surprise. No. worse than yeah. hugging her with body odor. It's <laughs> so now you got a creepy, stinky hug is what yeah. she got. From behind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know it wasn't perfect uh, by any means, but uh, it was just kind of a little show of affection to kind of say, you know, I had a great time. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Use your words next time would be my would be my advice. Well, I'm trying to use my words now, but she's not answering my phone calls, and uh, you know, hopefully, you guys can help me out with that. Yeah, no, that is not shocking news to me at all. Yeah. Victor. It oh sounds like God. she was really impressed by you. No, I know, I know. I just, I mean, listen, I really like this girl. She's like one of the most like normal people I've gone out with in a long time, and those two things. I mean, I know. I mean, it's funny and stuff, but it's like, look, I can always be on time. I can always take a shower. Those things I can, I can, I can, <laughs> I can change. I just need a redo here. I really do. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll try to get you your redo. We'll play a song, come back, and then call her and get your second date update. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Moving ninety-two point five. Brooke and Jubal in the Mornings, second date update. If you're just joining us for today's second date update, Victor is on the phone, and today he wants to call a woman named Zoe. And I'm surprised he's not getting a call back because they played the most fun first date game ever. Where's that smell coming from? (laughs) It's always a fun game to play on a first date. And unfortunately for Victor, that smell was coming from him Mm. because he showed up late. He had to actually run there, and by the time he got there, he had body odor, so he excused himself to the bathroom, put on a bunch of cologne, and smelled pungent. Mm. He blamed the smell (laughs) on the appetizer, but I don't know if his date bought it. All right, Victor, you ready to call Zoe and see if it was your funky armpits that did you in? Yeah, I'm all set. And can you promise when you take her at it again, no from-behind surprise hugs? Like, nobody wants that. It was an awkward moment. Yeah. Forgot to add that along with the smell, when they were walking out of the restaurant, Victor just grabbed her from behind and gave her a hug. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that was not only creepy, but also very smelly, and she realized it wasn't coming from the appetizer. Yeah, well, he didn't try to throw her in the trunk of his car, so she was probably good with it. <laughs> She's lucky we didn't go to dessert, because that's probably what I would have done. Yeah. <laughs> sick, Victor. Well, the way, the way this date went for you, it wouldn't surprise me yeah. at all. All right. I'm going to dial her phone number right now, see if we can get her on the phone, and find out why she's not calling you back, okay? I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. All right. No problem. Here we go. Hello? Hi. May I speak to Zoe, please? This is Zoe. Hi, Zoe. How are you? This is Jubal from Brook and Jubal in the morning. Jubal? Yeah. Wait, what? Do we? Do you know Jubal or do you not know Jubal? Um, I've heard of... Wait, where are you guys from? Brook and Jubal in the morning. It's a radio program. Some people might call it a showgram. Oh, no, that's so smart. It's a radio show. Wait, 
Am I on the radio? Do you want to be? <laughs> what? Because we can make that happen because it's a radio so, show, you know? We can make that happen if you, if you want to be. Why are you calling me? Do you want to know why? Yes, that's why yeah. she asked, Jubal. Okay, cool. Uh, we're calling you because we got an email about you from one of our listeners. Who? Well, his name is Victor, and you guys went out on a date. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why? That's... Why would he email a radio station about our date? Well, because we do a segment on our show called The Second Date Update, so Victor is confused why you won't call him back. Uh, that's weird. It is. Why? Because it should be obvious why you're not calling him back? Is that why it's weird? I, I mean, I would have thought so. Really? <laughs> it was odd. I... No. <laughs> you know, Zoe, from Victor's description of the date, he also knows it was kind of weird, but he really yeah. liked you and would like a shot at a do-over, but he says he can't get a hold of you. I mean, what's the reason that you don't want to call him back? I mean, we're just, we're very different people. I I mean, I've, I've been on several, you know, first dates that were a little off, but this one was just like, I, I can't explain. I don't want to embarrass him or anything, but... What? We talked to him already, and there's no way you could embarrass him any more than he's already embarrassed himself yeah. to us about the date. So He told us a lot. Okay, well, then you probably already know. I mean, it was kind of inappropriate what happened. Oh, my God. It was the hug. It was the weird back hug, wasn't it, at the end? He told us about the surprise hug. He came up from behind. Yeah. I would have punched him. Awkward. It, it was awkward, um, but, it, I mean, he didn't seem harmful, so no, I didn't punch him or anything. But that that, <laughs> e that wasn't even the weird part, honestly, not the weirdest right. part of the date. Are you talking about him showing up late and smelling like a used gym towel? Mm. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I I knew something smelled, but I didn't. I didn't notice him smelling any particular way. Okay. Oh. So what are you talking about then? Because those are two really big <laughs> red flags that he described to us. Okay. So the, the conversation, um, it got pretty in-depth, which is kind of nice on a first date. But it went, I don't know if he was doing it on purpose, but he just got a little too personal with some of his questions. Like what? Whoa. Um, okay. So we talked about goals in life, which I think is pretty important. And he's very much a numbers guy. And he said he wanted to retire early. Mm -hmm. And he asked me, had I ever thought about it? When did I plan to retire? And I said, well, I have it. I mean, I'm like in my mid-20s. It's just not something I've really thought about. Mm -hmm. And he gets kind of focused at this point and takes out his laptop what? at the restaurant um, to start to see when I can retire. Wait. <laughs> he's like oh, analyzing what? her financial situation? Yes. He's like asking me, like, what do I do for a job and how much money do I make? Do I have a 401k Whoa. and savings and all this? Wow. Wow. That's and a little. <laughs> it was a little creepy to me. I didn't want to tell him all of that kind of personal. And I said, well, I don't really know. And he said, well, just guesstimate. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more like he's, he's your financial planner at this point rather than you're going to date with a dude. Right. I'm, I'm trying to think about, do I want to, like, give you a kiss at the end of the night? Not, when do I want to retire? <laughs> All right. And it got really weird because I said he asked if uh, my parents were rich. And he said, well, what is their estimated date of death, do you think? Uh, <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It'd be more you know, concerning Zoe, if you had a date. <laughs> when we talked to him, he told us that you guys had some really deep conversations. Oh, my gosh. Really deep. Like, too deep. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. He took that as a, having a deep, meaningful conversation, and you obviously took that as a weirdo who's trying to figure out when you can retire and when your parents are going to die. Yeah. I mean, is this what he does all the time? I, I don't know. It just it weirded me out. Yeah. You know what else is weird? <laughs> He's actually on the phone listening and wants to talk to you right now. What? He's been listening this whole time? Yeah. So <laughs> there is nothing wrong with what I did. I was doing you a favor. Oh. Usually I charge like $500 for my services. Oh. But you don't talk about that on a first date. I mean, who brings a laptop to a first date anyway? But you were asking me all these questions about money, not what, you know, my life aspirations were or did I want to have kids one day, all these important things. And it was just numbers. Well, we were going to get to that. I mean, everybody should be educated about their finances. <laughs> that would have been on our second date. The personal stuff first. <laughs> I mean, I was really concerned. You didn't seem to have a clue. What? It really wasn't what I was worried about at the time. <laughs> you can't just go and call her clueless right now. I mean... Well, I, listen, she had no idea. She had no clue when she wanted to retire. Uh, how to retire. <laughs> what kind of payments to be making in the meantime. How to set herself up. I mean, it was atrocious. Maybe she just oh, didn't oh. want to discuss it with you. A, basically a total stranger. Yeah. <laughs> On a first date. Yes, yeah, thank you. This was Zoe. a date, Victor, a not a meeting set up so you could do her financial plan. Well, I just seemed important, and this is how I showed I care. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are those, okay. like your your seven love signs or whatever it is to show how you love someone? There's only five, and I guarantee you that's not one of them. <laughs> you don't think financial planning is a love language? I don't know. That's I'm not sure. No, it's not. <laughs> And why would you ever even ask me when I thought my parents would die? You didn't even ask their names. It's not appropriate. I didn't I mean that I that I, I wanted to know when they were going to... Well, I mean, I did want to know when they were going to die, but not for the, the creepy reason. It's just that the average men die at 84.7 and mm. women are at 87.3. And I thought that I could calculate, therefore, how, when, and if you're going to get an inheritance, given the fact that... That would be uh, roughly around the time that they may pass, and I could what? factor well, it into your retirement plan. I'd rather think about them living to like 120. I love my parents, <laughs> but not to mention if you're the oldest daughter, statistically, you're going to be the ones financially responsible for taking care of them in their old age. Oh, yeah, I hadn't gotten to that yet. I'm very aware that's a very important factor, but um, she kept blocking me on the inheritance aspect of it, so I couldn't get that far. Oh, well, that's terrible. She's an inheritance blocker. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Why, why are we even talking about this? Well, because, Zoe, I think you need to hear the hard truth, and oh. that's that you have got to get yourself set up for a good future, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely, Victor! Victor, you were the one that called us and you wanted a second chance. What happened to that? Like, she told you what was wrong. Why aren't you apologizing instead of just attacking her further? I'm not trying to attack her. Look, I mean, this is this is very important. Um, you know, I mean, it's your financial well-being in the long term. If we're talking about a relationship. It's long term. Come on, where's your head? Where's it's, it's, head? A, it's a first okay, date. But shouldn't you know whether you're compatible with the person before you even start to care about the finances? Yes. I ran the numbers. I'm compatible with her. <laughs> I, and I believe you did the research, Victor. Wow. I do. You know what I mean? I guess I'm just more of a planner than you guys are. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to plan a second date for you, though. Zoe, would you like to go <laughs> on another date with Victor? We will pay for it. You know, it's as, as tempting as it is. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no offense. I just, I don't think we're going to be that compatible because you're, you're going to want to talk numbers. And I'm oh. not so... 
thank you very much, but no, no. Yeah. Zoe, thank you for your time. Sorry it didn't work out for you. <laughs> it's fine. I don't want to go out with them again anyway. Yeah. yeah. And Victor, I'm sorry that didn't work out with Zoe, but, you know, if you have time to get dinner soon, I could probably use your help with a few things. <laughs> You've got my number. <laughs> Broken Jubal in the morning. <laughs>